And welcome to another episode of Game Till Five. My name is Steph, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host Nikki. Hello, Nikki. Hello. And we are also joined today by our old sister podcast, Max and Jesse. Your daddies have returned. There it is. There it is. I was waiting for it. I was waiting. I was trying to avoid saying it. I noticed the pause and hesitation in your voice, Steph. Yeah. Yeah. You knew I didn't want to say it. We don't have any responsibilities anymore. We don't have our own podcast to sort of worry about. So this is us just, like, enjoying ourselves. And if we bring down anyone else whilst airing our right-wing views, then (laughs) (laughs) then so be it. Yeah, you're just like, here for the ride to yeah. take us down. We're like the dads who went away for cigarettes and now we've come back 18 years later. We've become <laughs> radicalised. Yeah, we got 20 fags in our mouth at the same time, baby. I didn't realise you guys had no podcasts. I thought you still had something. I just wasn't. No. I mean, I wasn't paying attention, so. Thanks for following our careers, Nikki. <laughs> what careers? <laughs> oh. It's starting oh. early. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Max and Jesse um, used to have a podcast called got to five mm-hmm. yeah our namesake we, we birthed you from our loins you did um but you've joined us today just because you missed us clearly well i missed you max didn't give a shit no, i max, sent you max, a message i gave a shit yourself max um <laughs> no you didn't so no, I didn't. I... Well, okay you tell your side i'll tell my side go on okay so i was chatting to steph on whatsapp and I just said, I, no, what I did, I got nostalgic and I started listening to an old Game Tool 5 that we guested on, which was the top five Sega Mega Drive games. Go back and listen if you haven't. It's wicked. That's me talking to the audience, not you. And um, then I was chatting to Steph saying, oh, it's made me nostalgic because that was really funny and we bullied Nikki and I missed doing that. All so right, all right. Let's, um, so can we do it again, please? And Steph was like, yeah, that'd be great. I'll get you on soon. And then I messaged like, okay, when are we on? She was like, yeah, I actually asked Max as well. And I was like, oh, great. So I can't yeah. turn Look, up. I yeah. thought it would be nice to have a reunion. <sighs> but so I also never told got... me your reasons for wanting to, to do this. And now I'm like, why am I here? Hang Should on, I, I want to just... get my butt hurt thing out. I got the most half-assed message from Steph being like, doing an, S- <laughs> an episode with Jesse, I guess you can join if you want. Like, wow. <laughs> wow. Guys, this episode has gotten off to the most like aggressive start. I feel like we don't even like each start. other anymore. I, I only came on here for passive aggression. Now I'm going to go. Now I've... Now I've... <laughs> Got that out of the way. Fuck you all. I've had... Yeah, I might I've leave had... too, to be fair. I mean, the last time we did this was what? 2020? Yeah. Anim- it must have been. Is it Animal Crossing special? Is that the last time maybe, the four yeah, of us did maybe. something together? Yeah. That's it's been mental. a long time. That was proper lockdown. That was proper lockdown. Yeah, you can tell because of the madness of that episode. <laughs> it's like two hours and 30 minutes long. Yeah, clearly we were starved for conversation. We had a lot to say about animal characters, which is we relevant. Yeah, that's how it actually. works. Yeah, there you go. What a link, Nikki. Well done. What's this episode about? Um, furries. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> this episode is about our top five. Now, I've got to get this, this right, it's pronunciation. Anthropomorphic characters from video games so basically characters that have human attributes but they're animals so we're not talking about like a fucking horse that you ride in zelda or some shit like we're talking human animals furries i don't know how else to describe it Someone yeah i think yeah, the, the dictionary version that we got was they have to have human form or human attributes mm-hmm. but so be based on a factual animal as well right correct yes. Jesse. yeah i do yeah. think how... that is important 
how did the three of you decide on this topic when I wasn't, you know, invited or included? Like, how did you come up with this concept? See, this was my idea mm. before Jesse was even involved or invited. Um, I was told I, I had nothing to on do a, with it. Actually, on a weird coincidence, Nikki, you came to me literally an hour with, later with this topic than Jesse had just asked to be on the podcast. Well, do you know what? It's kind of fate because obviously Jesse does love a furry. Um, yeah. An animal Kitty! So, in, in some ways, I think it was fate. I thought of this, and then, you know, Jesse was asking about it. So, it just it came together, and it's going to be wonderful. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. I've been re watching Digimon lately, and there's no Digimon in our top five, don't worry, but there's a lot of furries in that, and it's been turning me on. And then I got that message <laughs> from you about doing this podcast and the subject, and I was like, this is perfect. So basically, this whole episode is going to be Jesse's top five animal characters he wants to shag. It's actually, well, uh, sadly not. I've actually taken it seriously. But um, okay. we could do honourable mentions of, can we do fuckable? Well, no. I feel like when, no, because no. when we when we did that, no, we can, because when uh, we did the Sega Mega Drive episode, we, we, we had a long conversation about what animal you'd sleep with if yes, you had to. We, we can do this, but we shouldn't uh, do this. Yeah, There's a difference. Also, also, Jesse, I believe that that topic of conversation was brought up by you, and I'm not sure any of us answered other than you. <laughs> no, but it's all, no, it is, it, it is legal, Nikki, when it's fictional. So like so if you if you want to sleep with like I don't know Spyro the Dragon for example then that's totally fine because you actually can't because he's not real. And it all becomes very apparent as to why we haven't done this since 2020. <laughs> but I really but no that we'll do we will get to that before we get to our number ones can we please do honorable mentions of sexy ones. We'll do How honorable about? mentions you can... and you can mention all the sexy ones you want in then. I about you start your own compromise. With <laughs> things that you'd like to fuck, like top five, you know, every week you have a different thing. <laughs> Kitchen <just> utensils. Have... <laughs> this week I saw an exhaust pipe. We just have a new Jesse segment. Has nothing to do with anything to do with the podcast. It's just things that he's been aroused by this week. <laughs> That's a long podcast. It's funny how quickly you slip back into rambunctiousness, isn't it? By you, I mean one us, yeah. the family, <laughs> the family. Let's get back on track business mm. <laughs> yeah so um, preface this with our crossover rule nikki you explain yes. it best so basically max and jesse will get a five i mean seth have five and we have joint number ones also but if we get a crossover so if they pick one that we have or vice versa then this lovely gentleman chimes in oh great impression thank you we have no voice Beautiful, clips jesse. um thank you we might use that, in fact, if Nintendo come for us and try and stop us using Beedle. So, um, yeah, I'm going to use that. But, yeah, so that will happen, and I'm sure we'll get mad about it. But the thing is, I don't know if we will have a crossover, because judging by what I think about you two, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've picked for the right reasons, but we'll see. We'll see. We will see. It's interesting. And I have no idea what you two would have picked, so this is exciting for all parties. Amazing. Let's well, very on. Let's go. What are you buying? How about a game of lucky hit? A three-headed monkey. Let's go. Right, okay. We haven't discussed which set of uh, us is going to go first. Would guests like to go first with their number five? Yes. Who okay. is having the number five? 
Uh, I don't know. We haven't discussed it. Uh, Max, do you you go first, mate, because I love you. Oh, cheers, buddy. Pretty sweet. Don't like going first. There's a lot of pressure on first. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, (laughs) My number five would be Conker from Conker's Bad Fur Day. Nice. Nice. A good rare entrance. So he is actually listed as an anthropomorphic red squirrel. Jesse, you know nothing about... Well, you do know about... Well, a little bit. I never played the game, so I never had an N64 when I was a kid. So I've never played this, but I've watched a lot of it on YouTube because it's fucking funny, right? Yeah. Like, there's... um, So he's, he's... My understanding of him is that he's basically a functioning alcoholic squirrel. Not functioning. He's just alcoholic. Barely functioning. Like, it's an adult game. And then I know there's like a final boss that's just a bunch of poo who sings a song. There's a lot of... Yeah, there's a poo. There's a flower with a pair of tits. Oh, Uh, how have I missed that? I don't know. I thought that would be a string. When are we doing the sexy planthropomorphic episode <laughs> that's next week's episode Tune in. Say, in another two years <laughs> so yeah the, i first played this game when they released rare replay collection when it was on what was it on stuff xbox xbox yeah oh no 360 i think it was on. yeah so they, they put all the rare games together in one kind oh. of collection and conquer was in this because obviously as a kid i would never be able to play this as as a game because it is about a squirrel who drinks beer and is trying to get home to his hooker of a girlfriend, I think is implied. And he has to go through this world where... I think the concept is he w- they were going to turn him into a chair. Or they were going to turn <laughs> him into a part of a chair. And that's how it works. But we'll go into the fun facts of this. This was originally meant to be a kid's game. So What happened? When Super Mario 64 was released, Rare was like, we need a bunch of kid games, we need to like go into that market as much as possible. So the two that they were working on at the time was um, Banjo and Kazooie, and then this one, which I think was originally called, like, I know it was called because I wrote it down, 12 Tales Conquer 64 was That's the original name. name. It's a shit name, isn't it? Yeah, Terrible. Powerful, that so they... The original plan was he collects nuts and he battles against these giants and it's in a landscape and he's joined by a female squirrel who assists him and he's trying to make his way through the game. And then when they released it, everyone went, this looks way too similar to Banjo-Kazooie. All people remembered were Banjo-Kazooie when they showed it at the um, the expo that they went to. And it completely bombed. And everyone was like, this is awful. So when they went back, they started just kind of find, trying to find a way to make it more interesting and more fun. Over a two-year period, they kind of re-transformed the game, and then someone came up with a stupid joke, and they went, let's just do more of this, and let's make it as adult and as funny as possible, and most of what you hear in the actual game is all improvised, and yeah, it's all a bit weird, and then that's how it became into this odd adult game when it was originally meant to be what Banjo and Kazooie was, and if I'm speaking personally... I would also like to see an adult version of Banjo-Kazooie. I didn't realise that this game was, like, sordid. I just thought he was a functioning squirrel in society. And now I'm realising this, I wish I actually played this game, because I feel like I missed out. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. There's, like, the great mighty poo, and there's a lot of swearing in it, and all sorts, right? Sounds great. A lot. It's sort of like, it's like the first of its kind, right? Like an adult video game. I can't think of many before this really i mean there were a lot of adult video games i think before that but none that were dressed up in that kind of i guess what we probably now call like the family guy way where it's all cartoony and 
almost it looks like, like a kids game yeah that's why yeah. i think i thought it was yeah it's, i suppose it's like almost satirical in it it's like the first satirical game yeah and it was a game that also kind of broke the fourth wall as well it made fun of the developers and the testers um the amount of sexual innuendos it had in it uh yeah so do you think like kids parents who obviously weren't very good at buying video games and like checking them over um like bought them this game and then didn't realize like how explicit it was I wouldn't be shocked because all they used to put on it was like an what an M for maturity rating, and if you don't know yeah. what the M stands for, then you can kind of just yeah, yeah go nuts. Yeah, to be <laughs> fair, like I'm the same with you, Nikki. Like I never realised until I'm pretty sure until you were playing on Rare Replay actually, Max, that it was the type of game that it was. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was like one of the ones I'd missed, and I was like, oh, this doesn't seem particularly interesting. It's just a squirrel version of Badger and Kazooie, but actually, yeah, it was totally different. Completely and. I think they they kind of leaned into it. They did a couple of others afterwards, if I recall, where they did some for um, Xbox and they did another one for Game Boy and that kind of thing. But it was it was super highly rated as well. Like this wasn't a game that just came out and was remembered because it was an adult game. It had like massive critical reception. It was getting like nine out of ten across the board and was yeah just like a really big game. But I think because of the adult content, it never really took off as a franchise side note max has just sent me a picture of the flower with big tits and it's good stuff (laughs) give me the cover of the episode i'd like to say that he's been awoken or something in jesse but we knew everything was awake (laughs) (laughs) worth googling if it's got boobs baby um but yeah no definitely google that she's quite pretty for a flower as well like when you look away from the boobs she has a pretty face yeah Okay. You're going to buy this game, aren't you, Jesse? I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you should buy the Rare Replay, because I think you can... Oh, no, I guess it was only a Microsoft thing, wasn't it? I think it came yeah. out... I, was, I think it was Xbox One, actually, now I think about it. I feel like you can still get it on Xbox Game Pass, like, Rare Replay. I ain't got no Xbox. I'm PlayStation well, and Switch. Well, sort your life out. You do you want plant life. boobs, then... I do want plant boobs. Join the Microsoft yeah. revolution. <laughs> But yeah, that's my number five. Conker's Bad Fur Day. He's a, he wears a little hoodie as well, which is cute. And sneakers, but no pants. And I respect that. And he's, and he's, an, he's a functioning alcoholic. All the a best. weird rule of like animals that are allowed to wear one particular item of clothing. And they can get but away with not wearing the other. Naked everywhere else. Yeah. Like Winnie the Pooh. Like that was a borderline tank top. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. His penis is out. If that was reality, when he put, yeah, just walking around with his dick out, asking for honey. It's not becoming of a man or a bear. <laughs> it's the same with Donald Duck, no pants. Yeah, Donald, yeah, yeah and, a li- and a little sailor hat. Yeah, but where's the town? He does. At least his shirt has um, buttons on it. That gives him a bit of dignity. But yeah, yeah, you like Minnie Mouse is wearing a dress. She's covered up. Unfortunately. But yeah, Mickey Mouse has got his wang. Oh no, he actually Mickey Mouse. No, he hasn't. No, he wears like fungarees. He's got the whole job. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, we're not allowed to see mouse genitals, but ducks are fine. Does he wear just pants though? Who, Mickey? Yes, his nips out. Maybe his tops. I always thought he had dungarees on, but maybe I'm misremembering that. Let's settle this. He is just wearing. I've I've literally got him tattooed on my arm, and but I can't. He's just wearing shorts, really. He's not even fungarees. They're just weird shorts. Yeah, you're right. They're just they're very high waisted, aren't they? They're very high waisted. What big dick energy? (laughs) They're pretty much up to his nipples. (laughs) They really are. Why does Mickey Mouse wear such high waisted pants? Right. Okay, that's something that we need to discover. Discuss. (laughs) 
Stop the episode. What are you doing? Googling why his pants are so high. I'm going to see if anyone's got the answer. Yeah, while you do that, I'll talk about mine and Nikki's number five. So we've picked Blathers from Animal Crossing. Of all the characters from Animal Crossing, you go for that insect phobic little nick. <laughs> How fucking dare you? Blathers <laughs> is great, alright? We had a lovely time at his museum when true. we had nothing else going on. <laughs> That's true, actually, yeah. I relived that listening to our old podcast the other day. Yeah, so for you, those of you who don't know, Blathers is from Animal Crossing. He's actually, I think, in almost every Animal Crossing. I think he was in every Animal Crossing since Animal Crossing Plus, which I don't know what that one was on, actually. But he is a brown owl and a director of the museum, so you will pay him respect. He <laughs> puts things on display for you. He'll you bring him fossils, bugs, and fish. He'll put them all in a lovely, lovely display. The uh, Animal Crossing New Horizon Museum is a wonderful time. It's got jungles and whatnot in and what i think is particularly great about blathers is the fact that you're right jesse he hates bugs he's bug phobic but he still builds an entire like museum wing with the mitten for you i think it's because he knows he's imprisoning them for eternity so it's his like little you know well that says a lot about him doesn't it that's not healthy (laughs) (laughs) we're not saying he's healthy we're just saying we like him yeah. How can you pick Blathers when Isabel is right there? I don't understand the obsession with Isabel, right? I'm going to yeah. say it. Like, I don't get she, it. All she does is read the same news every three I days. I think we know Jessie's why Jessie likes Isabel. Yeah, this is a good point, actually. Look, she's just a very attractive border oh, terrier. <laughs> <laughs> no one opened a group chat for, yeah. <laughs> for a while. I don't think she's a border terrier. I don't think anything like a border terrier. What are you talking about? What is she? She's some sort of dog, isn't she? A dog, yeah. Yeah, she's a dog, but she's not a border terrier. Not a border terrier. Well, border terrier is my favourite dog, and maybe I'm just like trying to um, project that onto (laughs) her. Just stop. How quickly you send that picture gives you a (laughs) timeout. That puts you in a timeout for a little bit. Um, She's a Shih Tzu. That's what she is. Ah, okay. (laughs) That makes a lot of sense. I was going to say, I don't know if that was a good surprise for Jesse or a bad surprise, and I don't want to find out, so I'm just going to keep talking about Blathers. <laughs> yeah, you. go for it. Blathers. Mm, right, Blathers. Um, he has a fear of bugs because apparently, as a child, a mantis egg uh, case ruptured on his desk, causing thousands <laughs> of mantises to fly out and scare him, which I think is a pretty fair and legitimate fear. That would do it. That. Yeah, if anything's going to do it, that's going to do it. Um, apparently, Blathers has a really like surprisingly detailed history uh, for an Animal Crossing character compared to everybody else. He has a full backstory. Like I don't think anyone else in the series, maybe apart from Tom Nook, has a backstory. But Blathers has one. He um, spent three and a half years in the Korean War. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's always scared of He saw too many men eating bone. No, so he was brought up in the city, living with his parents and his sister Celeste, who's the pink owl that wanders around at night doing pinky owl things after finishing school he apparently attended university and earned multiple (laughs) degrees but he didn't finish his doctorate in archaeology because his professor asked him to uh accept the post as the director of the museum um apparently a post which all the other creators refused to take don't know what was wrong with it but blathers was like yes i'll take this job and apparently he was like no no remorse in taking this job despite the fact that he didn't complete his doctorate although i think something along the lines of he eventually gets his doctorate if you talk to him in like wild wild world whichever that one was 
Apparently he's in his 20s and he earned his doctorate about that point, so he can oh, tell him. you what fossils are, so that's why we now have a fossil wing of the museum. So he's Dr. Blathers? Yes, Dr. Blathers. Uh, we've been disrespected this hour. Yeah, <laughs> I also think he earns a lot of respect considering he's nocturnal and he regularly lets you wake him up to deliver things he's to him during asleep. the day. <laughs> he is asleep a lot, yeah. But that was... In the daytime. Well, this is it, because like, when Animal Crossing, uh, the last one, came out, it was lockdown, right? So we were all just playing in the day. We were pretty much playing 24 hours a day, if we were honest yep. with ourselves. But, um, yeah, it, like we were there in the day a lot. Whereas, like, now, if you played, it would only be evening time when we got round to it, right? After work and that. So I suppose you'd be awake more. Yeah. Exactly that. And I also feel like we had fond memories of, of Blathers, despite what Jesse's saying about him. In our yeah, new like, days. Nikki shared the pictures. We spent hours just run- when you sent those pictures. I pictured a literal montage with light, airy music of us skipping <laughs> around the museum, standing in those poses, checking out it was fossils. A wonderful time. Yeah. What was your favorite areas of the museum? I was I was more in the fossil area, but uh, I, I didn't care for the bug area. Aquarium, nice stuff. I was I yeah. was bug area. Yeah, classic Jersey. I'm a fishy kind of dude. I liked I liked the fishy bit. Nice. See, it's a, did anyone ever do? I could never understand the art section upstairs, and everyone bothered with the art section. No, I didn't really like it up there. No, that I think was... I did like one or two paintings, but it kind of came after we were kind of when we were just kind of falling off the the wagon. Yeah, we were on our way out, weren't we? And then that fox turns up and tries to sell you paintings, and I didn't. Oh, like yeah, and it. some of them were like fake and shit. Yeah, what prick, right? Like selling you fake. Like, I had a Venus de Milo that was, like, apparently wrong. Oh, yeah, because I remember Googling a bunch of, like, what the paintings were, like, to not buy the crap ones, because apparently there were slight differences. But you had to be a real art nerd in real life to actually know the differences. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, who cares if you have a fake? If it looks nice, enjoy it. Put it up in your house. Yeah. That's what I say. At least Blathers was a nice, honest man. I say was, like, he's dead. He's still alive in our game somewhere. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I turned on Animal Crossing a couple of weeks ago. Oh, just me too. For the first time. Oh my god, there were cockroaches <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and, Everyone and was all dead. Of my, and, well, basically, all of my villagers were like, where the fuck have you been? It's been 482 days, son. Because we're like the, their leader. They, they are. Were all, yeah. They were all basically, all of my villagers were basically Robin Williams at the start of Jumanji when he first comes around <laughs> with his. <laughs> they all had that sort of vibe about them. To be fair, we did all just abandon our villages around the same time. We were like, pillage them for all they're worth, collect all of the <laughs> fish out of the sea, collect all of the bugs from the land, and all of the, like, dig holes everywhere, bring everyone to this island, and then fuck off for two years. <laughs> abandon them be. completely. Yeah. I think we, we hit the peaks when we got to the turnip prices were getting crazy high, and when Jesse cashed out, and then we were catching sharks. I think that was the peak for me. Pretty sure that's how me and Steph got like 200 followers on Twitter because we had really good turnip prices and like I don't know I must I must have been pretty free that day so I was like everyone <laughs> I posted something on Twitter I was like if you follow us I was like I'll give you the good turnips and I, I basically bribed them to follow us and uh, they never left them. so yeah if you're it was still intense. listening from that one turnip deal <laughs> God bless you <laughs> I had good, but that's when I sort of that's when I dropped off Animal Crossing because I had really good turnip prices one day. Do you remember? And I put it on oh, Twitter and then and then everyone, 
God, everyone in the world just came and like raped and pillaged my village. <laughs> which I is remember a great you. Rhyme. You were so overwhelmed like ten minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was like, oh my god! I had to build like a barbed wire fence to stop people just running off. <laughs> I had to just be like, like you know, you get off, you go into my shop, you buy the turnips, and you fuck off. Like I couldn't, I couldn't keep up with the demand. It was ridiculous, and I was trying, and I was working from home then as well. And it was all quite new, so I was trying to do like Skype meetings with, like, just looking at my switch that was on the floor next to me with people coming in and out, and people, and I was telling people not to share the code, but they obviously were because more people just kept turning up, and I just couldn't. Oh my god! But they made me very rich as a result. It was great. But that's when Animal Crossing stopped being fun, right? Because all of a sudden, <laughs> I was just a billionaire. And you there was no challenge anymore. Exactly. You Tom Nook, yeah. There was just nothing. There was nothing to achieve anymore. So yeah, that's when I stopped playing, really. So, And I think there's a life lesson there, actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, brothers... That- we've delved back into animal crossing which is a deep deep wound and i think we're all slightly traveling back to 2020 um so i'm going to just tell you the facts that i found and my main bit of fact was just about his name because we love a bit of etymology on this podcast um so as we know his name is blathers as opposed to blathering on in english that's what it's from but in Beautiful. spanish his name is socrates in reference to the greek philosopher in korean his name is i'm not going to say this route right but it is (laughs) not going to say this route (laughs) to bully boy why did we want you on here (laughs) also why in spanish have they named a bird after a greek like a greek philosopher i don't why would blavas not translate i don't Maybe they don't have a word for blathering on in Spanish. I don't know. Um, His career name is Bouillon, which translates to hoot. Nice. Makes sense. And his French name is Thibault, which apparently is a play on French word for a male owl, a hibou. So there you go. That's beautiful. Brilliantly done. Thanks. Facts. And that is the end of our number five. Did you say well done Flanders? No, Blathers. Oh. I thought you were calling Steph Flanders. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I've fallen so low. So many pegs. Imagine if I... That would have been really weird. Um, Good. Well done, Blathers. um, Yeah, good choice. That's maybe Miss Isabel too. No, uh, no, she talked you around. You were against Blathers. Now you're fully on board with Blathers. Yeah, no, it. yeah. Once I, no, I am. I'm on board with Doctor Blathers. Now that I know that he's a fully qualified um, man <laughs> of science. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, that brings me to our number four, right? Which is my choice, um, and I am going for Bubsy the Bobcat. Are either of you familiar with Bubsy? I, I know this, played this but... as a kid. Yeah, yeah I actually loved this game. No. Did you have it on the Mega Drive, Nikki? I did. The... Yeah. yeah, me too. So that was the first time I met him. Um, Bubsy in the best name ever, right? The game was called. Um... Oh fuck! What was it called? Uh, Claude Claws Encounters of a Third Kind. Nice. That's genius, right? Like whoever came up with that should have treated themselves to a biscuit. I mean, um, one word change, but yeah. It's two words changed. Claws encounters. Like claws of a third kind. Fur, like because of his fur. Oh, fur, okay. Right? Double. That's amazing. Uh, Anyway, Bubsy is an inspiration to all of us, right? Because every game that Bubsy has ever been in 
has been shit. Like his his video his video games are terrible, right? Consistently, there's not one good one. They're all awful. <laughs> but I just think... wasn't expecting anything for some good reason as to why we should be all looking up to Bobsy, but now he's just shit. It's awful. Every game is terrible. He's a really annoying character he's I like, was wondering because I was going to say he is annoying I love the game but he's, he's like annoying. the Jar Jar Binks of video game world right uh, he's just <laughs> terrible so his first but this is the important thing right his first game came out in 1993 his last game came out in 2019 what that an impressive span for a show. <laughs> right? And every game is awful. And yet he perseveres and he keeps going. And here he is. And he's still going. And God bless him. And like, I just read, like, I'm trying to desperately find facts as we go. And I just read about how, so they made Bubsy 3D, right? On the PS1 in the late, in the like mid to late 90s, which is the only 3D game they've ever done. The rest of them have all been sort of 2D platformers. Just sort of Sonic ripoffs, but slower, right? Except it was one hit KO, which made them really fucking annoying. And, um, but they, they did this 3D one and they were developing it at the same time as uh, Mario 64 and um, the first Crash Bandicoot as well. And Bubsy, the Bubsy creators were so convinced that they were like, we're making the first 3D like game like this, you know, like this is amazing. We're going to like break the mold. And they obviously didn't have any friends in the video game industry because like the month before they release it, Crash Bandicoot comes out and Super Mario 64 comes out and they're both fucking brilliant. And they just, <laughs> Bubsy is just looking at this game like, oh shit, <laughs> this like- is awful. I really enjoyed the Mega Drive Bubsy. Bubsy 3D, now you say it was like the Wish version of Mario 64. <laughs> like, it, if you like look at pictures of Bubsy 3D, it, he looks like he's on some sort of drugs. It just looks terrible. It's terrible. It's awful. And I love that even the creators of the game know how shit Bubsy is, right? Because like, they, when they released their last game in 2019, in the official press release, they were quoted just saying um, we're very excited to be making a new Bubsy game we've studied and taken inspiration and notes on all of the past Bubsy games then we tore them up and threw them in the bin and tried to make a good game that was literally their press release so they know how awful it is and yet he carries on and Bubsy will never die and I will continue buying his games just because I admire him I want to know who's funding these games there must be like yeah a silent Bubsy money there must be like a silent autistic billionaire that just loves Bubsy or something. It just keeps chucking money in. Is it you after you got all of your turnips? <laughs> Don't reveal me! <laughs> this is what you're spending your turnip money on. <laughs> but Bubsy, he's brilliant. And he's another one. He's another one that wears a top with no trousers. God, he he's horrendous like looking. Yeah. yeah, he does. It's the eyes, I think. He is, yeah, he's borderline psychotic. Um, so the first game that Nikki might remember um, that we were talking about on the Mega Drive, it was the first time I'd ever heard a voice on a video game. The first level starts and you just hear him go, what could possibly go wrong? And I was like, oh yeah, okay, we're in. And there were aliens going around. Do you remember this, Nikki? Like, there were just like aliens in the village and you had to like run around and avoid the cars and you could glide like Knuckles I do. in Sonic. None of it ever made any sense, but I remember it. It's just mental. Oh, God, yeah, I'm just looking at the Bubsy 3D um, game cover as well. <laughs> Bubsy looks like an absolute crackhead. 
I see why you, why you like him. I literally, I was looking at an article where it was talking about the Kickstarter, which I assume must have been for the 2019 game. But this yeah. article is literally just like a Kickstarter that nobody asked for, basically. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, pretty much. There's not a demand is, for Bubsy. There's no One demand person for Bubsy. probably funded it. And yeah, he sticks around. So if he could, if he could live his life like that and be in an industry where no one wants him, surely we all can. There was a <laughs> TV so pilot. Yeah. There was a, yeah, but it never got commissioned, apparently. But that's okay. We've all got failures. I mean, yeah, but the fact several. that it was considered and even Taco Bell funded it. Taco it's Bell? Taco Bell. Bell? Yeah, they sponsored the funding of the episode. What on earth has Taco Bell got to do with Bubsy? I need to know. Well, yeah. Apparently there was going to be a TV series called What Could Possibly Go Wrong? And they were going to syndicate it on Thanksgiving in 93 and the pilot was not picked up for a full series, but it was close. It was close. That's terrifying. Poor Bubsy. Well, I'm a big fan of him. His games are terrible. He's super hateable, but I feel like he just needs, he needs a bit of love. And you thought this was the right medium to, to do that. Yeah. And I can tell from your reactions that you agree with me. You're relating (laughs) to Bubsy now at this point. Because he's a lonely little boy. <laughs> he won't go away. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well done, Nikki. <laughs> I mean, that's the first time you've zinged Jesse. <laughs> it's been two years. A lot you get changed. one, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, oh, man. I listened, when I listened back to our Sega Mega Drive episode we did, and we were talking about Road Rash, um, the motorbike <laughs> racing game. Fuck me, Nikki. <laughs> You why were, have you not bring this up were, again? When you were talking about it, and you just had no idea why what you were saying was so funny. It was it was amazing. What was I saying? You were saying about like how they were... They, like, in the one you played, they wore full protective gear, and then you played a PS1 version, and they were all topless. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> like, and it sounded like you were angry that they weren't, like, protecting <laughs> themselves. <laughs> And we would we were just pissing ourselves at you, and you just I could hear the hurt in your voice because you were trying to get your point across, and we were just laughing in your face. People, if anyone listening, if you haven't heard that episode, go back and find it. Okay, till five. Don't. It's amazing. Just, just don't. Anyway, that was a lovely oh. tribute to Bubsy. Yeah, I feel like thank you. Yeah, Bubsy. Uh, I think we've all got a bit of Bubsy in us, and the sooner we learn that, <laughs> the sooner we'll achieve world peace. <laughs> That's fair. What a beautiful message, Jesse. That wasn't what I was expecting today, but I'm glad we've got it out. Right. right. Nikki, it's your turn. That we're on to our number four. So my number four, bit of a weird one, um, Earthworm Jim. Nice. So I picked a worm. <laughs> he is a what so it took me so i had the game when i was a kid which was fucking hard by the way and mm. um but it wasn't until i was sort of a bit older that i realized he was literally just a worm like he had yeah. a special robot costume right but pretty much so yeah yeah the, the original came out in 1994 and obviously he is just a worm but he gets a suit and when he's in that suit he basically becomes like you know anthropomorphized human whatever and so he basically becomes he can act like a human but he uses his worm body and his head as like obviously it's like a weapon, so you can kind of throw your fucking head about and do. Oh, I forgot about it. It's like a whip, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it which I thought was really noises. cool. Yeah, I thought the sound effects and stuff like that in in the game were cool. It was just very different, and I just appreciated him. Appreciated that a worm was <laughs> living his best life. I remember. I remember. The, I assume you had this on Mega Drive as well, Nikki. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was a good Mega Drive game. I think it was it on the SNES as well. Yes, yeah, Super Nintendo and uh, Sega Genesis or Mega Drive. Yeah. And yeah. PC because I played it on PC. Oh, nice. So, so there was there was a few different uh, Alpha Gym games. There was a few. I've namely obviously mentioned the Mega Drive one. There there was a good few after this, but I didn't I didn't really play them. But the one I did play actually was one that people haven't played as much apparently. Supposedly because it was shit, which was the one on N64, which was Earthworm Jim like 3D. And I got that game when I was probably like 13 or something. And I have to admit, it was literally a fucking drug trip. It was, <laughs> it still messes me up to this day. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it. Um, it. I think it's somewhat problematic, but we'll get into that in a minute because I've got some facts for that. But with the, the first game, the Mega Drive one, you basically are trying to save a princess called Princess What's Her Name which I appreciate, from the Evil Queen's slug for a butt, which I also appreciate. Nice. This is good stuff. I don't ever remember getting very far in this game, I will say, and I can't work out whether it was was just... It was Yeah, it was difficult, Mm -hmm. and also it's one of those things where you're like, I'm a child, why am I expected to be able to do these things? Um, I always remember the green level, which is like the start level with all the tyres and there's a cow and a weird dog. I think that's the start of it. And then... There's like a. I remember getting to like the hell level, which I think is level two, and it's probably about as far as I got. Those honestly, like Mega Drive games back in the day, were fucking difficult. Even though they were just like they were just two D side scrollers, like it was so fucking hard. You had a gun as well. I do remember that you did have a gun. Yes. It was a really fucking hard game, and I've always had an affection for Earthworm Jim because of the character. The character is just odd, which I appreciate, but. It was, yeah, it was so hard. I don't even know if I got to level two, Steph. I think you probably got further than me. I think I just ran around at level one and died a lot. Was it also like a bit where you had to ride through the through space, fight like with a chicken? Yeah, it seems familiar. Yeah, I uh, I'd like to replay it to be honest, but I must. Oh, so the N sixty four version was also, I believe, no one's ever really corroborated this, was really fucking difficult as well. And obviously it was three D, so you know we loved to get three D stuff apparently in those days. But it doesn't really work that well. Probably like it didn't. Bubsy 3D probably didn't work either. Earthworm Jim 3D didn't really work. It was so fucking difficult. Um, but the reason why I wanted to mention 3D was because of the weird plot line that still scars me. So basically, you in in the 3D one, you're in his brain. So for something happens, you go into a coma and you're in Earthworm Jim's brain, which is obviously a, a bit of a trigger anyway because he's he's kind of insane. A trigger. But one of the weird parts of this is who you're going up against so you actually find out that the antagonist of the game is earthworm kim um earthworm kim is basically embodiment of jim's long suppressed feminine side intent on taking over his mind and body now i don't remember any of this bear in mind this was the 90s is she hot yeah jim You might find her hot, but she's she's not. She's basically Earthworm Jim with lipstick and a wig on and a dress, effectively. I mean, it sounds um, good to me. But it gets, it gets weirder. So you have to defeat her to save your masculinity, because obviously it's all a part of your own imagination, which is, you know, a bit controversial. I think you can play her at some point, but obviously it's kind of seen as a bit of an interpretation of, interpretation of gender dysphoria. But apparently, because I kind of was like, I was a bit like, what the fuck is this in 1999? But apparently, the original creator of Earthworm Jim was a well-known homophobe and transphobe. But this was made when he wasn't a part of it. So it's thought to be that they basically did this as like a fuck you to him. 
he obviously was so offended by it, but obviously they're trying to make out that Earthworm Jim is a closeted either trans woman or trans male trying to reinstate his identity. So I don't know if this was like a big insult to the old creator, obviously like making this a big part of it, or this was just a really offensive game. I haven't been able to figure out <laughs> which one's which. Like, I don't know, but it was a lot. It sounds like a lot. Is that That's a lot. That's a lot to take in. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted you to feel my pain and confusion because I was reading it and I was like, this was 1999. I was like, why is it? This was a kid's game. I was 13. I didn't understand any of this. You were 13 in 1999? Oh, no, maybe I wasn't 13. I don't know. I was 10, whatever. I don't know how old I am I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, I didn't think you were that old. Um, It's... I've always thought Earthworm Jim would make a really good Super Smash Brothers character. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. I feel like he's too sordid for Nintendo, though. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. He has got, well, especially after that transphobe revelation <laughs> that you just gave me. <laughs> well, no, the, the creator of Earthworm Jim was a transphobe. Earthworm Jim... Now, what is... I heard was that Earthworm Jim is a transphobic, (laughs) evil little worm. (laughs) The man who made Earthworm Jim is a homophobe. The people that made Earthworm Jim 3D had nothing to do with him and so were potentially doing it as like a fuck you to him. Earthworm Jim potentially could be trans. I think effectively is what's happening here. Do worms even have gender? Yeah. I don't know. I never never thought about that. I I was going to say, they're going to be one of the things like snails where they can be both. I want, yeah, I think worms are non-binary. I'm on it. They, they're, they're ahead <laughs> of the game. I've had this googling going on. But um, guys, he, oh, I don't yeah. know. He's a, a he's worm, a worm. Can, has both male and female re- reproductive well, organs. Well, then so it's a yes. So the he, line, uh, it's a line, Nicky, you're right. Because there's a bit in this sentence where it says, Jim had to defeat Kim to save his mas- masculinity. So really, what is he, what is he battling against? Yeah. He basically no, cut know. himself in half, like we used to do to worms when we were kids. But also, yeah. I think that's that's Country quite bad ways. because that's telling kids that being feminine is bad. So I'm like, is this a bad game or is this a game that's before its time? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. It's too but much to just, debate. I, I would I'm like sorry. to think that it is. Let, let, let's look at the positives and say that it was okay. ahead of its time and it was they were doing something good for the world. Okay. Uh, and you brought. Yeah. You've brought back memories of me playing with worms, like real life worms, as a little boy, and that's oh. made me happy as oh, well. Oh, good. Well, I, I so... once took I took a Tupperware tub once and put a wasp in it and a worm in it, and then just like <gasps> buried I buried it and just thought oh, I could leave them to fight to the death, and then I dug it up the next day and they were both dead, but the worm was all like, um, like oh, swollen and lumpy, where my. the wasp had obviously stung the fuck out of it before they Jesus died. Jesus Christ, Jesse, that's um. You're like that kid at a Toy Story. Yeah, the but with real one. life things, that's worse. But with real life. You those warning signals. On, yeah. <laughs> when they're like put on registers early. Yeah. About watch this child. I'll, honestly, I'll... murdering creatures in the backyard. Sorry, on, I wonder what the benefit of burying it was. They, they were already in the Tupperware. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I thought like, if I took oxygen away from them, they'd be more like willing to fight quickly. Do you know what well, I mean? They already like... had oxygen away from them because you locked them in a Tupperware. And I, you I just a... stealed it even right, more by ch- burying them a... underground. All right, I was a child, Nikki. I'm not Dr. Blathers, okay? I don't know what's going on. But, <laughs> so, but yeah, but... Jesse, in, in my day, when I was a kid, we just used to trade worms in my primary school. <laughs> yeah, we were normal. <laughs> oh, well, the lumpiness of that worm after the wasp stings will stay with me forever. Oh my god. <laughs> 
We also used to trade caterpillars, and there was a kid in school who was known as the caterpillar guy who could grow the like the best <laughs> butterflies. Was um, he like a hustler kid? He'd open his jacket. It was his name was Roscoe, yeah. and yeah, every day he'd come with a new supply of caterpillars. Roscoe. <laughs> there a kid in rural England called Roscoe? He was also the same kid <laughs> that on... No. I've, ne- I've never met a Roscoe. Roscoes are from Mexico. Also, what? when... Roscoe does not have Mexican <laughs> no, But on show and tell day, he was the kid who brought in a live grenade from World War II. I love this story so much. But then the the poor administrative 60-year-old doing this part-time in a week had to take this live grenade, put it in a lunchbox, and walk carefully (laughs) up the field, and put it in the middle of the field waiting for the bomb squad to come. (laughs) I love the the extra effort of putting it in a lunchbox, like that would do anything at all. That's, That's brilliant. I wonder what happens to Roscoe. I hope he's Roscoe. still trading. <laughs> they were beautiful butterflies when they grew, I can tell you. Like, the man okay. knew what he was doing. He knew his craft. Can I do my facts? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we went on a journey to Max's childhood there for a bit. Roscoe. <laughs> okay. Um, so, one thing I'll mention is I actually didn't realise that FOM Gym actually started off a video game. I always thought FOM Gym was a TV show become video game, but it wasn't. Yes. Um, it inspired the TV show and stuff and comic book series and action figures, whatever. I've got another fact though. This is a good. This is a good fact. The game had a commercial when it was originally released, uh, in which an elderly woman tells a bedtime story about Earthworm Jim while eating live earthworms. They were plastic props, but anyway, the network's airing commercial received so many complaints from nauseated viewers that the commercial was pulled um, in a lot of places. Yeah. Why was that for for the? The 90s. But, but apparently, it was very disturbing. But I haven't actually watched yeah. it. I should have watched it. Um, and finally. In the 3D game, I don't know if you. I don't think there was any voices in the Mega Drive game, and I know that this guy also voiced in TV shows, I think, as well. But Homer, the voice of the voice of Homer, Dan Castellaneta. Um, Castellaneta. Yeah, voiced Earthworm Jim. <laughs> so Homer. That's fun. He cool. also yeah. he also voiced the genie in the Aladdin animated series. Nice. Because Robin Williams wouldn't do it. But yeah, I picked Earthworm Jim because I think Earthworm Jim's cool, wears a cool suit, he's a worm, I like worms, and apparently he's trans slash non-binary, so yeah. He, this was our backup pick, Nikki, so excellent choice. And I'm oh, also nice. watching the commercial for, with the old lady, and she's fucking terrifying. This is horrible. Well, there we go. There we go. You see why oh. I was pulled Yeah. Good one, Nikki. Thanks. Lovely. So we're on to... Moi. This is number three. I mean, if we're talking about anthropomorphic animals stuff does like one animal i'm gonna pick yeah you know i know this is the one you picked you know okay yeah. jazz jack rabbit everyone yeah okay. the greatest most underutilized character in all of video game history he is incredibly underrated he is so underrated and i'll yeah. get on to why in a second He's but first alone. i would i would really like to read his biography because someone put a lot of work into this and it's adorable <laughs> and hilarious Jazz Jack Rabbit is a three foot one, 90 pound anthropomorphic green rabbit. Strictly speaking, his surname Jack Rabbit implies that he is a hare, but hare and rabbit are used interchangeably in the game. He comes from the planet Caratus, Caratus, and is a cross between Rambo and Bugs Bunny. He also has a red younger brother named Spaz, who seems to have a mental illness. (laughs) Are you serious? Oh yeah, did you not know this? Spaz. His name is Spaz. He's a playable character in number two. 
and a yellow athletic sister named Laurie. Together they face the evil forces of Devon Shell, a nerdy but vengeful sinister mad scientist turtle. Jazz is in love with and eventually married the lovely Eva Earlong. His favourite food is carrot pizza and his favourite book is Watership Down. Why? Oh my god. Jesus. Why? That's like Guys. a favourite book just being like... What? what? <laughs> this rabbit called Spaz. Yeah. Yeah. My God. Let's see if I can get a biography up on Spaz. It's the 90s. <laughs> this That's picture, all I was going to say. It's not doing, it's not doing any favours for Spaz. No. Okay. So Spaz's backstory, not as good. Spaz is Jazz's crazy little brother who has red fur and wears blue wristbands and boots. So, like, completely naked. Like, this is how insane this kid is. He's just wearing boots and gloves and that's it. He is also called into action when Eva asks him to free Jazz from the castle dungeon and pursue Devon Shell, helping Jazz through the remainder of the game. But basically, he has a mental illness and he just wears <laughs> boots and gloves. For some reason, being naked, like being naked except for gloves, is worse than being naked, isn't it? It's not even gloves; it's like wrist guards. He's wearing like wristbands. <laughs> it's like he tried to an extent, but then decided to just like not. This was the like, yeah. This yeah, was a choice. I'm, just, I'm taking all the clothes off. Oh, but my hands are a bit chilly. Yeah, because you're going to have to put the boots back on after you've got all the other clothes back like, off. So you've, you've chosen to put the gloves yeah. and the boots on. That shows clear intent. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a decision. That's not just accidentally happened. Uh, just, just Jack Rabbit is one of the first... I think it is the first game I ever played on PC, along with um, Prince of Persia. Like, the two games I owned, and it was Jazz Jack Rabbit 2, and it came out in 1998. And it was released by, um, at the time, Epic Mega Games, which is now Epic Games, who went on to do Gears of War and Fortnite. But they started with a little green rabbit, which I think is a little adorable fact. Little Jazz. Little Jazz. That's what they were from. Like, that's where Epic was originally from. Apparently, in Fortnite, one of the things, there is a little sticker of Jazz somewhere on there. Um, but number two was my absolute favourite and I played this game and I completely forgot it existed and then Steph was I was explaining it to Steph one day and she goes yeah Jazz Jackrabbit and then like the mythical wonderful wizard just pulls the game disc out and was like this game and <laughs> it was it was a lovely trip down memory lane and it, it still holds up as one of the best kind of platformer games and the fact that it didn't get to the same level as like Mario and all of these others that came out around 98 it's kind of criminal because this is a game that was a 2D side-scroller. It had power-ups, it had missions, you had to get to the end of each levels and collecting coins. It also had a multiplayer mode in 1998 with split screen that could have um, either up to four players locally or 32 if you were on PC. There was cooperative play, there was death matches, there was racing, there was treasure hunts, there was capture the flag. Um, you could also... Um, do a level editor called Jazz Creation Station, JCS, and you could create your own levels as well, which is insanity for a game that came out in 1998. And it was well-reviewed and well-received and everyone loved it, but the second one was kind of the end because, again, as we're noticing as a pattern here, they tried to release Jazz Jack Rabbit 3D and it did not go well. There was it never a, goes well for these people. It never goes well. You can't think, go from one to the other. I think you that's, can't, that's what you we're can't. learning, unless you're Mario. Yeah, wow. they had a rogue developer who was like, I'm going to make the, the 3D, and they got someone to code it, and but they could never find a publisher for it. So it just kind of stayed in limbo. And then eventually, many, many years later, they did release it. and But just as kind of a beta online, it got leaked. 
um, where you can just try walking around. I think it looks kind of cool, and I'm kind of sad that they they didn't do it. Yeah, he becomes a parent with Eva Earlong. <laughs> Devin, <laughs> this is the concept. Like him, him and Eva settle down in Caratus Castle. They become parents, and then Devin Shao comes back and kidnaps their children, takes them to an alternative universe via a time machine from the previous game, and you got to go rescue the kids. I think that would have been the greatest concept of a game ever ever played but we're we're resigned to history and we got a re-release in 2002 and then it was released on gog in 2017 and it's never been touched again it's never been remade it's never been remastered it's just stayed in limbo Uh, as you can tell i'm very passionate about judge jack rabbit and i would die for him if anyone has anything bad to say, so please now put in. What your about thoughts. Spaz? Would you die for Spaz? I loved playing as Spaz because he he was he was a crazy character. He, you didn't know what he was gonna do. Was, <laughs> yeah, to be fair, well, I always used to play, pick Spaz if I was gonna pick one of them because I liked him the best. That's yes. so you. He had a more goofy look to him, and I liked it. He was um, mentally ill stuff. Well, <laughs> as a child, I didn't quite understand. He's these probably things. that's probably why these games stopped being made. He probably got sectioned and they couldn't carry on. The actor was clearly too busy. <laughs> no one played as Laurie. I always felt bad for Laurie. She I was, never um... had Laurie in my game. Ah. She was in the Secret Files and Christmas Chronicles expansion. So the disc that you had did have the um, Secret Files on it. But I just don't think it was ever touched. I've wow. just googled Laurie. She's fit as well. She's a nice looking lady. I can sort of see Isabel vibes. In no, check out the wife. Check out the wife. The wife is... What's the, Wait, what's what's the, the wife, wife called? called? She's a she's a classier lady. Uh, Eva Earlong. Eva Earlong. Right. Okay. Here we go. Oh uh, no, no. I'm all I'm all about Laurie. No. God. Eva, Eva looks like a right old. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> she does look like um, a two dollar a night. She looks like yeah. Prostitute. She looks like but, she'd be standing outside a motel on the outskirts of Vegas. I'm sure. <laughs> She's a lovely woman. On the outside, outskirts of Planet Caritas. Captured. <laughs> Jazz is hot, right? Well, good for Jazz, but no, Laurie's the one for me. Laurie's single, right? Laurie's single, yes, Jesse. In in this world, yes. Laurie's single. Just say yes, then move. <laughs> oh man, I found some Laurie and Lola from Space Jam art. Moving on. Nikki, your thoughts on Jazz Jack Rabbit? Please I mean, you. I loved Jazz Jack Rabbit as much as you. That was my childhood, is playing that game. And I, you're right, I loved the co-op part of it. That was a great time. I remember it was because the days of the old PC, so it was like, one of you was on keyboard, mm-hmm. um, and one of you was on like a joystick, when we still had full joysticks for PC games. Um, or, you had to share the Keyboard. Um, the keyboard. So one was on one side, one was on the other. Yeah. But it was a great time. And I loved it. And all of the chapter posters were like movie posters. So it was like a rip-off of um, Back to the Future was one of them, I always remember. And then yes. there was like Rambo and some other ones. <clears throat> Can I just throw something in before we nope. move on from jazz? Do you remember Bucky O'Hare? Yes, and I, I know do, they yeah. look really similar. So one's a rip-off of the other, right? There Bucky must O'Hare. be, but I don't... Because Buck, Bucky wasn't a video game character, was he? No, it was a cartoon was... on telly. I used to watch it on oh, wow, telly yeah. when I was a kid. 1984, yeah. so Jack Rabbit is a rip-off of Bucky O'Hare. There you go, But I don't yeah. know if it's ever been addressed at how similar they are. 
I mean, like, the weird thing is, it's one of the, they're both green rabbits. That's quite a specific brand. It right? is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah, know. There's, a, there's, we... there's been a couple of comparisons online. Oh, really? Okay. I had a I had like a action figure as a kid. I never even so it. So did I. <gasps> oh, Nikki. Did you? I yeah, I had a lot of cool memory. Yeah, yeah. No, I you never did. watched it. I just I just had this toy. No, I had him. Uh, yeah, no, I had him on video. I had a little video of a, like it had like four episodes on or something. But yeah, I definitely had a toy as well. It was like plastic, really thick plastic, wasn't it? And yeah, there was oh, a man. NES video game of Bucky O'Hare, yeah. 1992. I also find it interesting that it's Bucky O'Hare in the Toad Wars, so clearly he fought Toads. <laughs> and, yeah, he did. Mm, yeah, but and Jazz fought Turtles, so Jazz close. fought Turtles. Both ah, green. hello. Oh, there's something going on here. Yeah. So is this a TV show or a comic? I think both. I, both, yeah. Okay, I'm going to watch oh, this tonight. I knew it as a cartoon. Oh, it's Marvel. Oh, there you go. What? Oh, really? So Apparently, the original one was um, co-produced by Marvel Productions, but it was also Hasbro. So, is that all of your facts and things about Jazz Jack Rabbit? Yeah, I spoke really quickly because I got really excited and um, blew my load a little bit on talking too fast about Jazz Jack Rabbit. Apologies about that. But that was a lot. Great game. That was a lot of good information about Jazz. I now know about his wife, his brother, yep. and his history. Like, I feel like we covered Jazz and Spaz in quite detail yeah I just love the biography someone knows his height and his weight 3 foot 1 90 pounds like <laughs> why do they know that uh, but um, I will always take every opportunity to speak about jazz and now I'm going to try and find an emulator to replay it so that's or buy it be on my... GOG or buy it on GOG that's, that sounds more legal and less fun but I'll give it a go yeah I mean it might work better that's all true very true yeah. oh thank you for that I needed that good cool right um our number three, my one, next one, is going to be another green protagonist, and his name is Croc. Ooh, ah, in his little leather jacket. Leather jacket? He doesn't have a leather jacket. He has a tiny backpack. I'm thinking about the wrong guy. Um, <laughs> Croc. Um, who's Croc? What's Croc from? He's, a, he's like a little crocodile from yeah. like PS1 era. Yeah, Croc, Croc is just from the main series of Croc. Um, oh, this guy! Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a small, like as Nikki just said, he's a small green crocodile character who walks kind of on his hind legs, wears a backpack, has one fang. I'd never has... realised he only had one tooth before when I was looking at this today, and I was like, oh yeah, he only has one one tooth. He's also the saviour of the gobos, who are basically kind of like simple-style <laughs> fuzzy creatures, and he lives on the island with them. They were adorable. They were so, so cute. Um, I'm pretty sure we have spoken about Croc on the podcast before, probably in the PS One, maybe episode, something like that. I do remember talking a bit about that. But he's great. He's from the classic era that I feel like quite a lot of these characters are from, and some of the best characters of the anthropomorphic kind of style were all of like nineties three D platformers, essentially, or two D platformers. It was all kind of in the same realm of our nineties childhood. We, we all had protagonists. Yeah, that that's true. Animal form. But it was a good time. I mean, I guess it's because they were kind of aimed at us. Croc was adorable, yeah. and it was a great time. Also, quite a tough game. I remember. It wasn't easy, but it no. was. A, it was probably, in my opinion, one of my favourite 3D platformers back like in those days. Oh, it yeah. wasn't too hard that it was impossible, but it but was it, challenging. Yeah, it kept you going. There was Croc One and Two. I also believe there is a Croc DS game somewhere around the place. Um, but I only ever played the PlayStation One versions of Croc and Croc Two. I don't know about yeah, you guys. Same. 
when I said about the jacket, I was thinking of Gex. I got confused. Uh, ah, yeah. yes. Gex. Croc Gex. is a lot more, I'd say, harmless. Not harmless, it's not the word. Innocence compared to no, Gex. No, Ge- yeah, Ge- Gex is very much... To, I mean, um, Croc to Gex is very much the spaz to yeah. jazz. <laughs> Croc literally wanders around in a dorky little backpack. Um, and it's quite cute, but he is a fucking dork. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Croc's backstory is that when Croc was an infant, his parents put him in a basket and put him in the ocean and oh sent him off to the go- the Gobo Archipelago. How do you say that word? <laughs> okay, Archipelago. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> in the fear of Baron Dante, who's the main like antagonist of the Croc series, in the Gobo mainland, he was struggled by the Gobos, um, <laughs> <laughs> where their uh, King Rufus was adopted Croc as his son and teaching him how to perform martial arts because that's how he attacks things with his little tail and it's very cute but yeah apparently that was him and then once Baron Dante invaded the the Gobbo Islands then uh, Croc was off to do it he had to save so, the Gobbos so Croc to me I'm not super familiar with Croc but googling him now, and he's difficult to google by the way because of the shoes yeah but um, he so, do you remember that episode of Powerpuff Girls when they make a fourth sister yes um, <laughs> Cro- yeah. Cro- Croc is kind of that to Yoshi. Oh no! Aww. I wouldn't say so. What? No? Very interestingly, Bunny. This, Bunny was you? the Powerpuff Girl, was it? Bunny! <laughs> <laughs> you showed me that episode for the first time when we watched Powerpuff Girls for the first time, Jesse. <laughs> but funnily enough, that you bring this up with Yoshi, um, and I feel like we've spoken about this on the podcast before, but. Um, he originally, Croc wasn't supposed to be the star of his own game. The studios Argonaut Games that made Croc um, had originally made a 3D um, proposed game starring Yoshi. Um, uh. And they showed it to Nintendo, and, but Nintendo were like, no, we, we don't want this, we're not going to make it. Um, and so the people in Argonauts just took it off and actually ended up making their own game because they were pretty convinced that they had something and they did that's where Croc came from however the like co-creator of the studio for Argonaut Games is convinced that that um, original kind of 3D version starring Yoshi was the basis for where they got um, Mario 64 from from Nintendo so they were convinced they'd given them at least the idea to start going 3D with it Um, Interesting. that's where they got that from so Croc was ahead of his time, really. Yeah, that's what we're learning. Nice. I need to get involved. It was a good time. Um, the only other facts that I have are a bit ridiculous, and I don't know how people know these things. One of them is that according to his official Croc 2 bio, uh, <laughs> Croc has the largest boxed Star Wars toy collection in the <laughs> what? <Corbo> Kingdom. <laughs> what? Yep. And his favourite vegetable is peas. <laughs> No one's favourite vegetable is peas. Apparently it's croc. I don't even know how he eats them with one fang. And how then... does he have a Star Wars collection? He doesn't even have a TV. He doesn't even have a house. <laughs> how does he know what Star Wars is? Look, this is just the official croc to bio. Okay, what does it know? Um, and the last one, which is kind of related to his single fang, is apparently he has only one tooth because the de- the character designer's cat, Sherbert, only had one fang at the time. And he was well, yeah, but yeah, he's got a largest boxed Star Wars toy collection. That's amazing. Um, that's kind of all I have to say about Croc. Um, Nikki, did you want to talk a little bit about Croc at all? Because I know uh, he's. I like Croc. Honest. He's a lad, and he likes Star Wars. <laughs> I, I like that when you when you said he's got one tooth, I pictured it being like 
at least central. But looking at the pictures now, it's literally just like like he's missing a teeth, isn't it? He should yeah. have two. He's only got one, just on the right side. Yeah, it's never explained why he only has one one fang. He lost the that. other one in a I don't know. Sea accident. EMPs. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a great game, and he, I think he's a great little character. I mean, he doesn't really say much, but I think for my own nostalgia reasons as well, he means a lot to me. So I will fight for him and protect him from. <laughs> I will literally die for him. He's an innocent, innocent. So party don't call him. This. Don't call him Spaz, whatever it is you're saying, or he's like the shit Yoshi. He's not. Okay? He's, the... he's best. He's best boy. He's the bunny of video games, and Bubsy's the Jar Jar Binks of video games. We've been through that. This. I accept, but God, <laughs> we'll take that one from Bubsy. Bubsy deserves everything he gets. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, that is our number three. Lovely. So uh, that brings us to our number two, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, so we're getting to the heavy hitters now, baby. I feel like we've done quite underrated ones so far, and I don't feel like this one is particularly underrated. Um, apart from our number one, this was the first anthropomorphic character in my life where I was like, this is awesome, I want to be like him. And that guy is Crash Bandicoot. So nice. Crash, his games were so fucking hard, and... But I feel like that made us all the gamers we are today because they were like the first truly difficult games that a lot of us would have completed. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because it was fucking hard, but it wasn't so hard that you gave up on it. And you did get through it. And Crash, like, he wore... He didn't, like, fuck about by wearing a top with no trousers like the other people we've been talking about. He had some lovely jeans... Like jorts, really, weren't they? Um, yeah, and he, he looked cool. In yeah, he was a jort guy, but that, but that's okay. Jorts were okay back then. And he wore nice boots. He had a fit sister, and it all went well. And honestly, um, I was late to the game with Crash. Kind of the first Crash game I ever owned when I was a kid was Crash Team Racing, and I will stand by that as being the best kart racer that's ever been made. Over Mario, <laughs> over everything. It's fucking brilliant. You are brilliant. obsessed with that game. It's I mean, so it's, good. A, it's, a great, it's a great game, and I'm not like, that's fine. I wouldn't say it's the best kart game, but it is a great game. But I'm just shocked that that was the first like interaction you have with Crash. It's the first interaction I have with Crash, Nikki. But um, I then, I sort of went in reverse, and then I got Crash 3, and then I played Crash 2, and then Crash 1. I sort of went backwards. Uh, he had a low point in the PS2 days, and then sort of disappeared for a bit. <laughs> And then he came back with his um, remastered trilogy. And fuck me, that remastered trilogy was such a joy. Like, same with the Spyro one and things like that, right? Like, when you make old games but in today's graphics, it just looks like how it looked when you were a little boy. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I'm not really how you remember it. Yeah, which is so cool. It's just such a magical thing that they achieve by doing that. Because when you look at the original, you're just like, wow, that's shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but when you were a kid, it looked amazing. Yeah, it looked amazing, but no, it looks great now. Yeah, but they nailed it with that Crash remaster, I think. And then they did it with Crash Team Racing as well. They remade that. And God, it was just so good. And he's a cool character. And the cast of characters all around it were amazing as well. Like Coco, um, Dr. Um, uh, Nitrous. Well, I can't remember his name. The bold guy, the baddie. 
Um, Cortex, Cortex, Dr. Cortex was fucking cool as well. I always thought he looked a bit like my dad when I was a kid, which was weird. <laughs> and um, Tiny Tiger, he was cool. The Panda. Just fucking, yeah, just a whole sort of family of weird animal things that, apart from our number one, I will say, is the first sort of world of this sort of character world that I properly got into. That's fair. Crash is a very classic video game character and I think the one that everyone thinks of when you think animal video game kind of character if you know what I mean that's kind of just where your brain goes I think is Crash and as we were talking about commercials earlier and stuff some of the Crash commercials are worth YouTube especially the Japanese ones just they're just so weird like just they what they tend to be so all the adverts are a guy in a massive Crash costume in real life but with his human head like poking out of the torso of Crash. And it's just a guy, right? It's just a dude. And it's just fucking weird. I can't even do it justice, but it's no, worth No, it's YouTube. like nightmare fuel. It's it, it really weird. is. Yeah, it's all very strange. And he has his own dance that uh, they particularly love in Japan. And all the Japanese people do the Crash dance. Like, they know it well. It's like basically their national anthem. And you can quote me on that. And <laughs> they're just... Yeah, it's just great. It was a cultural phenomenon, I think. It was the... F- and just... And PS1 haven't really had, like... For all the success that PlayStation's had, they haven't had these big mascots that they can hang their hat on in the same way as other video game companies, you know, like Mario or whatever. But I feel like Crash is the closest they ever came. I d- Crash is one of these games where I remember I bought a copy of it online i think through like ebay and i remember having to go to the post office to like pick it up but i cannot remember how i learned about crash if you know because it was around the time where i was like i don't think people really were speaking loads about the video games and i can't remember anyone i know having it or a playstation so i just don't know how i learned about crash but i knew about (laughs) it and i wanted it and clearly i bought it yeah nice it's like one of the first things i bought on the internet beautiful and you don't regret it not not a bit not one iota and going back to crash team racing it's been described as the dark souls of kart racing because it's <laughs> it can get so fucking hard that game but it's very rewarded as well it's its own little beast i think kart racing like what well, you mean the genre well no i mean like the the crash one crash team racing was its own little beast like i think you approach it thinking this is going to be the same as all the other kart races like it's going to be the same as mario and all the other ones that are kind of based off that but then you play it and it, it's very different and it has its, its own wild. mechanics and it's just yeah its own little beast yeah it takes no prisoners no it's brutal yeah it's a good time so that's yeah. crash i like it crash is a great time i like his little ooga booga friend. Oh yeah, Aku Aku. And um, Uka Uka, who's like the evil version. I might have got those names the wrong way around. Um, do you remember the evil version? The like red and black uh, mask that's like the opposite of Uka Uka. He's the baddie. What game is he in? Uh, well, he's definitely in Crash yeah, Team Racing. Because him. he's the one that does all the bad guy. I think it's three. Mm. I think it's um, oh, yeah, think, Crash yeah. 3. That Crash Team is a great time. I feel like this whole thing with the mask, right, is like the Mandela effect thing, right? In the sense of, you're saying his name's Aka Aka, but I swear to God, his name is Ooga Booga. Like, because that's what he, that's what (laughs) happens. That's the noisy face. He goes like, Ooga Booga. Yeah, Yeah, so his name should be Ooga Booga, and I'm not, I'm not having any of it. 
That is one of the best pieces of music, by the way. That, so you get the ooga booga, and it's like, do, 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 do. it just goes fucking mental, yeah. and I, I just fucking love it. The bongos kick up like ten times. It's great. Oh man, you, you put a bongo in anything, and I'm there, baby. <laughs> but I like it. Crash is a great time, and I'm glad that he got mentioned, because yeah, I just feel like he is just one of the characters of, again, our childhood. He's a very childhood character. He's an important part of our childhood, and I like that he never really talked, and he was always a bit of an idiot, but there was still something really cool about him. Yeah. All right. Nice. Run to our number two. So my number two is probably going to be quite short and sweet, to be honest. Um, but I am bringing us into the modern day, which I feel like we've been very much stuck in the past in a nostalgia hole. Um, my number two, our number two, is Winston from Overwatch. So... Max and Steph, obviously, I know you know Winston, but Jesse, I'm assuming you may not know. <laughs> I have no Winston. idea who Winston is. So I'm going to nope, Google that's him fine. now. Uh, um, so Winston, Winston is Churchill. Overwatch. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It came out in 2016, so we're, we're fairly modern with this one. It's a first-person shooter, basically. Uh, you kill people online. Their house. Describe Overwatch. He's a gorilla. Gorilla? Oh. He is a gorilla. So, yeah, he's a tank gorilla. To give a bit of a background, he's 29 years old. He's only he... 29? <laughs> I, you know, it says in Overwatch lore he's 29. I, I, I'm Very guessing mature. that maybe... I don't know exactly when Overwatch is set, but it just says he's 29. I'm not questioning it. <laughs> like he's it. a scientist and an adventurer. Basically, he is a genetically enhanced gorilla. Apparently, I like genetically enhanced animals, for my pick. <laughs> First a worm, and now a gorilla. Woman. Yeah, but yeah. So they were genetically enhanced gorillas um, in space, effectively in the Horizon Lunar Colony, and he they were used in tests relating to prolonged space habitation, which is a bit <laughs> rude. But basically, he was the nice one, and he was taken under this this doctor called Doctor Howard Winston. That's where he got his name. And this man taught him about science and inspired him to be all you know, I don't know, like humans and just be intelligent. But the other gorillas were assholes, and they fucking led an uprising. Planet of the Apes style, um, and killed everyone. Wow. <laughs> so It's dark in the Overwatch lore sometimes. But Winston was like, I'm not having any of this, and he escaped or whatever and took a rocket and flew to Earth, uh, where he joined the group Overwatch, which is obviously the name of the game, and people in Overwatch are the good guys, and then the other name of the bad guys, I can't remember what it is, I always forget. Oh, Doesn't no. matter, it's fine. <laughs> he joins the, the, the good guys, effectively, and uh, helped Tracer make herself the way Tracer is. And yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go into the law too much because who gives a shit? He is very cool and I like Winston. And I think the reasons I like him is because he's just a, he's a smart gorilla and he wears glasses. I was going to say, he looks quite wise. So one of like Winston's like abilities, so everyone on Overwatch, you know, everyone has their own abilities because you're in a, is a team-based shooter effectively. He um, can put a big bubble up and... So obviously when you, no one can shoot him when he's in his bubble and he electrocutes people with his big gun. So he jumps around a lot and he sort of just slams himself about and, and can kill people. But yeah, as I said, he wears glasses and he's quite sweet. Talon. Talon, that's it, yeah. That's so. the evil, the evil Yeah. Group. Was he in the second one? How is the second one? I'm not in it's, your world anymore, so I don't know how it is. It's very much the same as the first one, but it yeah. looks better. There's a couple of new characters and a few new maps, but it's effectively the same game. Not much has changed. There's Fair a battle pass now. No loot boxes, much to my sadness. You love a loot pass. We can't get thingy. a loot pass. All right, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> loot pass. 
What's the last time you played Overwatch, Max? YouTubes. <laughs> I love a new tube. You liked Overwatch, Max, back in the day. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Well, I mainly, I, I was terrible at it, so I just watched you guys play it. But it was, you were all very talented, and that's that's what I appreciated. Um, you made a good junk rat. I'm pretty sure you were you junk rat. Yeah, you play oh, junk yeah. rat a lot. You like yeah, junk rat. About, I like junk rat. I like anyone who just kind of can blow stuff up and run away. It's always a big win for me. Um, yeah, it was a good game. So now you can't get the like skins that you guys used to get obsessed about. Well, well you, no. Yeah, you can, but you have to have the battle pass and involves paying. Or just buy them. Yeah. A lot of the, the stuff now just appears in the shop that you have to buy real money because the game is, is free. So the way that they've done that is Data basically be like, well, you can play the game for free, but you have to buy the stuff you want, which is fucking annoying. Yeah, and I'd much true. rather a loot box, but whatever. Yeah, but... They sold you know, out, man. To play, so... They have sold out, I mean... If you ever want to try it, you can. I shall. Yeah. yeah. Jesse, you're not a big uh, first-person shooter player. No, I like I like to I like to be behind my guys <laughs> in my games. <laughs> third That's weird thing to say. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, first person. I don't know what it is about it. Like I just can't like. It fe- it sounds so stupid. I can't like. I'm too close to the action in first person. Do you know what I mean? I like being able to take a step back and being behind my character. So third person is definitely where I'm at. I love third person. Um, never really the only first person game I've ever enjoyed is Goldeneye on the N64 I think I was going to say Jesse playing a game past 2001 is a rarity (laughs) in and of itself (laughs) I just go back to my happy places that's fair but I do love Winston even though I don't really yeah. ever play as him, he's one of my favourite characters. No, he's he's one of those characters that I can't really play as. I think he's actually really difficult because you have to, like, he's so easy just to fucking murk because he's so big. Um, you have to be quite clever with him. Um, but I know a lot of people that are good at him. I'm just I'm just shit. But I just like his mm. personality. I said I just think that he's he just yeah. seems to be quite a nice guy. You know, while all of his fucking, like, gorilla buddies were just fucking slaughtering and eating the throats of all the scientists, he was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go... <laughs> Just gonna go be science. So, I appreciate Winston. He's uh, yeah, he's cool. You did question stuff. You were a bit like, is he, is he anthropomorphic? But I think he is because he can talk. Yeah, I was, I was not sure because he's seen as more of a just gorilla, which is like not so much human form. But he has human attributes with the talking, and he wears clothes. So we kind of he wears glasses. He wears nothing else. Let's yeah. bear in mind, he is like oh, naked, yeah. but he wears glasses. So he's put that effort in. He always weirdly reminds me of Beast from X-Men. That's my, yeah. that's my close that is comparison. a very good comparison. I never thought of it like that. But yeah, that's basically Winston. Yeah. So I've got... Get your hands of... off me, you dirty ape. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a couple of facts. Um, in his off time, he enjoys peanut butter and bananas. I love that we're learning so many ridiculous, useless things. Like, he also... peas. Due to the amount of time he spent on the moon, he has to take supplements to keep his bones in good condition. Aww. Um, I've also got one more, and then we'll end this. Um, Winston appeared in Reflections, which Overwatch has a lot of like graphic novels and stuff and comics. And in this particular one, it was a it was a winter holiday themed issue, and it was it features Winston by himself spending the holiday season alone, really sad, and then oh. Tracer and her girlfriend surprise him, and they spend the night 
with him and they celebrate the holidays, which I thought was adorable. And That's I'm just putting cute. in there for no reason other than I thought it was cute. <laughs> that is cute. What a lovely little guy. I like monkeys and gorillas and that anyway. So even though I've never played this game, I'm just, I'm warmed to him because of his this. race. We're going to, that, that's our number two, right? So technically we're on number one. So we want to do one of our mentions. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah that's um, good. I just want to say, I really hope, I mean, I, I this is a very male-centric top five. And that's I didn't true. think it would be. And I'm a bit sad about it. This Sexism. mention some women then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can't think I of have, any, can you? Because they're I all shit. I have a shit. woman in my, uh, in my, I have two women, I think, in my whole Well, who, who wants to go first for that honourable mentions? I don't Stuff's ready to go. I'm going to go. I'm just going to throw them out there. I've got Claire from A Short Hike. She's a little bird. Um, it's a very cute little indie game. I recommend it. And my other woman was Ursula Vine from Cozy Grove. She's a little bear. So a bird and a bear. Lovely. Um, yeah. And then I have lots of others, but I'll just mention a couple um, from this list. We mentioned Gex, who I love. Yes. Gex has got a weird spot in my heart, that weird gecko man. And then I, so I wasn't sure if I could mention this because I feel like he's, he's not a real creature. And that was Prince Sidon from Breath of the Wild. Because he's got a shark no, head, but he's a Zora, no. right? So he doesn't count. Fictional. It's a yeah. fictional, yeah. So it's it's made up. Same with all the Zelda stuff, really. And same yeah. with, so I wanted to, I was thinking about Abe from Abe's Odyssey and Oddworld oh, and all that. But, yeah, me yeah. too. But um, but he's basically an alien, really, isn't he? There's yeah, not, he's, like, own, he's a made-up breed. A Mudokan, yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, the only other one I wanted to mention then was James Pond. Oh, <laughs> yes. I love James Pond. Yeah, um, we, and... we covered him in the Mega Drive episode. Oh, we did. And The Legend of K, or K from The Legend of K, which was like a weird PlayStation 2 game with you had a, you were a tiger and you with a sword it was a good time that's lovely yeah alright who wants to go next uh, um, I've only well, got we... like one for me mentioning women I w- was originally going to go like Star Fox but I would say Crystal from the Star Fox games is a yes. good character someone that Jess would like but obviously Fox McCloud would be um, a favourite mention of mine or Slippy Toad love Slippy I Toad. love that but the barrel none of them... I, my favorite thing about that game is that like the, they don't need to be animals. Why <laughs> it does it doesn't make any sense. It could if they weren't animals, it would just be a serious like space shooter game. It just it confuses me. And also in the original, like you barely see them anyway. It's all in the cockpit, and then their little heads pop up yeah, on the exactly. lower screen. Yeah. Peppy hair is 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 a favorite, but uh, yeah, those would be mine. Nice. nice. My honourable mention, I would say Rouge the Bat from the Sonic the Hedgehog series because um, oh, as a as a child she really did awaken something in me and I know that's wrong but, you know, puberty's a strange time for all of us. And that's it. <laughs> that's my honourable <laughs> mention. <laughs> that was, you were so excited for honourable mention. <laughs> I can't think of any more right now. Um, but, <laughs> I don't know. Pokemon. Like, just would 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 Mister Mime count the Pokemon? No, and he's a Pokemon. Yeah, but he's like, but he's the other way round. He's like human-ish. But a Pokemon. He's not human. That man is a monster. No Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> What's the anyway. um the one in Undertale, Jesse? She's like half spider, half woman. Oh, the spider from Undertale. Yeah. Um, she's so that's like. A bonus boss that you only get if you go a certain way. Her name's Muffet. 
she if you don't buy her muffin muffins um when you walk past her you then have to um have a boss battle with her but yeah she's cool i'm into muffin any any undertale characters based on animals i'd be into also, isn't this a bit risky doing the um, honourable mentions before the number one? Because what if we just casually drop? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We like to play this risk. It's, it's, it's so terrifying. Normally, me. we don't talk about it that much. We literally just say like done and done. We try to keep the, the you know, blathering to a, a minimum. Oh, I'm going to talk about mine now. All right. No, I, I'm going to chat. You're shit. what? So Where are we? Uh, honourable mentions. mentions. Yeah. <laughs> So I mentioned Gex as well. Um, also May from Night in the Woods. And I also wanted to mention Sheila from Spyro. Oh, is Sheila. that the... Sheila? Kangaroo. What, the kangaroo? Yeah, yeah. I forgot all about Sheila. Um, and also Sergeant Bird from the same game. Um, the is penguin-y. that the penguin? Yeah. I oh, like no, him. fuck him, though. No, his levels okay. are hard. <laughs> no, he's, um, he's a little you, dick. You had Jesse for one. <laughs> okay. So, do you remember? She- have you seen Sheila in the remakes compared to the original Spyro? Yeah, she looks great. Yeah, she's they've like really yeah. sorted her out, haven't they? Glow up. Yeah. yeah. Right. No. Glow up. So, uh, I've also got. Uh, there's a frog called Glenn in the in the game Chrono Trigger. Great guy. A, <laughs> there was a PS1 game called Klonoa. I think that's how you pronounce it, which is like oh, a weird yeah. cat thing. Um, and my weird honorable mention, which I said to Steph yesterday, which I was like, I can't really include this because I don't know if you guys ever played the game Hogs of War, but yes. I loved all of oh the Oh my god! Hogs oh of my War. God. Voiced by the fantastic one. Rick Mail. Exactly. In the I adore that game. But yeah, I was like, they're all voiced by Rick Mail and they're all like the same pig. So I was like, I can't really be like all pigs. <laughs> oh, just complete. Pig. That is an that's unlocked a, memory. That's a total unlocked memory. Well done, Nikki. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, I had a couple other small random ones before we move on that I definitely don't think are going to be anybody's things. Um, we also had ukulele. Um, oh, yeah. The two from, you know, the half remake of a rare game. Um, Battletoads. Because oh. the Battletoads. Boo. Not Bucky O'Hare's Battletoads. No, no. And um, and the Frog Detective from Frog Detective. What is Frog oh, yes. Detective? Have you played Frog Detective now? No. <laughs> no, Steph. I haven't, but I've downloaded it. I'm very excited to play it. Is this okay. a new game? Um, yeah. yeah, it's on Game Pass at the moment, so you can <gasps> yes. go enjoy this. And Nikki's played it, and it looks like an absolute I of time. I thoroughly recommend it. It's very good. Wait, I'm going to write it down. Frog Detective. Yeah. Get that one it kind of looks like it's got the goose game energy about it. Yeah, it, it does. Yeah. It's got. I think it might be British developers because it's got a very British sense of humour to it, and I'm very much enjoying it. Yeah, it's very good. silly and amazing. So, recommend. Nice. Anyway, anyway, it. without further ado, um, that's our number one now, right? Yep, it is. Let's Go do ahead. it. Well, um, I don't think it will surprise anyone. Um, it's more my bias than Max. I think <laughs> our number one is the immortal Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, of course it is, yeah. Nice. Of course it is. So, <laughs> obviously, no one. We, we've established that Rouge is fuckable, but Sonic is just, like, fuck, man. He's been around forever. <laughs> and he kind of has Bubsy energy in that he's gone through a lot of shit and still sticks around. <laughs> and I love him for that. But the new game... Have, has anyone played Sonic Frontiers? No. 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 Right. Give it a go. Honestly, it is much better than you think it will be. And I'm currently playing it at the moment and enjoying it. And it almost feels like it's it's better than most Sonic games lately. But um, the bad bits you 
are okay because you just go, oh, Sonic. Do you know what I mean? Like, you just sort of expect Sonic to be shit. So you put up with the bad bits and really enjoy the good bits. But as a Sega Genesis Mega Drive kids that I think three out of four of us were, except for Max, right? The rest of us had Mega Drives? Yeah. 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 Exactly, yeah. Poor so lonely boy. Lonely little Mega bitch. N64 but, boy. Yeah. But Sonic's been there our entire lives, right? 1991 that first game came out and he's just been there ever since and i love sonic and i love all of his friends um i do wonder sometimes if tails has two assholes but Mm -hmm. other than that they're all good people and (laughs) i don't know what i'm talking about but even like the even the dream even like when so i had a dreamcast right when i was like one of the three people that bought a dreamcast when they became a thing and um even the Sonic Adventure games were fucking wicked. Just the energy of Sonic has always really appealed to me. And it disturbs... It doesn't disturb me. I don't know if that's fair. But the, the fan base of Sonic is very intense. <laughs> God, here we go. Yes. And a bit strange. And I... it's It worries me because I've, I've related to Sonic so closely my whole life. But I don't relate to the fan base so much. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but... Do you remember last time we um you were like oh if you Google your name with like yes. the Sonic character or whatever oh, you'll yeah. get like your own Sonic character I don't know something like that I can't remember yeah no you do yeah 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 so if you Google like Nikki the Hedgehog or any name the Hedgehog oh that was it you yeah, get yeah. yeah you get someone on Deviant Art or whatever has made <laughs> a Hedgehog for you and it's just oh it's the best <laughs> it's so good but yeah the fan base terrifies me they're very um intense people but the oh man no they, they're your the, people jesse well no yeah, i know accept it. you said you don't relate but i think you are literally the like poster you're the leader the, yeah i need to get an sonic army fans. of sonic fans i think the thing about sonic fans is that like the people who i know love sonic like love sonic it's always yeah. like one of the games that is like it's the best game that anyone makes and they're always trying to compare every other game to Sonic. Like, that is what I've learned about true, true Sonic fans, is that you cannot beat Sonic. You just simply evolve it from something else. Yeah, there's no bad Sonic game to a true Sonic fan. Do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) every game is amazing. It's like your glowing (laughs) review of the new one. It's not as bad as it should be. (laughs) You'll just glaze over the bad parts. Like, none of this was... None of this was positive. It was all just, don't There's worry no other... about it. Just try it and you'll yeah. have a good time, maybe. <laughs> no other video game character where you could say that, is there? Like, it's like the game is not great, but it's not as bad as the others, so you'll enjoy it. It's Honestly, not as bad as it should be. Yeah. What do you think it's going to be? I I don't know why I like it. Like, I can see all the problems with it, and yet I've been playing it for hours, and I continue to play it, and I won't put it down anytime soon. There's just something magical about Sonic, and I don't know what it is, but he just lures you in. He's a fantastic character. The games, I've just, I've stuck with him my entire life. Every single Sonic game that's come out, I've played and completed, I think. I don't think there's a single Sonic game I haven't completed. And there's been some real shitters in there. And he's, ah, there's just something alluring about him. I, I don't know what it is. I can't even put it into words, really. Max, do you have anything to add? Because this is supposed to be your joint number one. It is, but like, we, we... We all knew exactly what was going to happen yeah. with Jesse talking about Sonic. I feel like Sonic. you you were told to pick Sonic at knife point. Like you were told to like agree. Or <laughs> it was it was earlier. One of my picks was I 
I'm a massive fan of Knuckles as a character. And I was like, oh, I might have Knuckles. And Jesse just passively, aggressively went, yeah, but maybe maybe have another look and just see see if there's someone else (laughs) to pick. And then I picked someone else and went, oh, good, good. Yeah, Sonic will be our number one then. Because Knuckles is, is the coolest. Like, Shadow I is admit, not I, cool. I like Knuckles, yeah. Yeah, Knuckles was a good time. Yeah. Knuckles is cool. But in Sonic Adventure 2, it's implied that he fucks Rouge, and I will not be cuckolded by an echidna. Oh, so this is what it is. This is why Max wasn't allowed to pick Knuckles, really. <laughs> I'm no, going to get Knuckles. that. I like that his That is your Christmas sorted. I'm not going to be cuckolded by an echidna. That's going on t-shirts, <laughs> that's going on mugs, hats. <laughs> I'm opening up the Gotto Five store again, everyone. Can, uh... <laughs> yeah, no. What what a mad animal for them to pick as well for a, a character. Yeah, no one even knows Jessie, what an echidna is. Have you Nikki. ever been to a furry convention? Never. I just feel yeah. like you'd like it. I think. <laughs> I think I could. I I could try. Will you come with me? <laughs> no. Oh. No, please oh, do. No. I need company. Nikki, please. All oh, right, no, do you know what? I, I will, I will. Do it. You, and you, you, what, you can film some birthday? content. That was going to say. March. Okay. Oh, for your birthday, I'll go to a fairy convention with you. Nikki's so, discomfort. You, the, like, you just have to treat it like you're David Attenborough and you're going to see what Jesse's <laughs> like released into the wild. <laughs> and, what was that? And here we see <laughs> Knuckles the like Echidna getting pegged. Like, um, it's like that Louis Farouk TikTok we saw the other day where it's like, if you just run around and shout, I'm Louis Farouk, I'm Louis Farouk, you get away with anything. <laughs> I'll just be Louis Farouk for the day. That's yeah. the, yeah, that's yeah. the yeah. documentary equivalent of wearing a high vis and holding a ladder. What's going into some? <laughs> yeah, you um, just yeah. have a picture of your Louis Farouk and you'll have a great time. Let's hopefully forget that I've ever agreed to do that um, and move on. Let's do it. Oh man, Nikki, that's going to be a beautiful day between the two of us. What a lovely little birthday treat. Age 33. Oh, yeah, it will be, be. It'll be my 33rd birthday. Yeah, yeah. I'll be wearing a it's little... It's not as cute now, is it? When you I'll be wearing... It's not as cute. <laughs> I won't... I'll be, I'll be completely nude other than a foxtail butt plug. <laughs> or two. Put two in there. And you can yeah, like, yeah, that can be tails. That's amazing. I can, I'm it's sure fun. I can ram two in there. I'll... <laughs> To be fair, it probably won't be a very long day because I feel like you're going to get arrested pretty early. <laughs> so. That's all right, I'll just fly away with my butt plugs. <laughs> just start spinning around really fast. Just imagine, like, the, the police are trying to arrest you and you're just trying to twirl your butt plugs around fast enough you can take off. I'm, I'm picturing him, like, jumping off a building, being like, fly, butt plugs, and then look up to his funeral. And we just go... <laughs> We always knew it would end this way. He died but, as he lived. <laughs> but as the pallbearers are carrying my coffin in, there's like holes in the bottom of the coffin and the tails are still hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> While the Sonic theme song plays us in. <laughs> that was my Animal Crossing music. Do you remember? I, uh, you remember you could like make your own music oh, yeah. for your island at Animal Crossing. I did the Sonic song. Well, oh, that was comforting. that was exhausting. So that was our number one. That was your number one. Nikki, do you want to reveal our number one? Please do. Our number one is Banjo from Banjo Kazooie. Of course, strong. I mean, it was released in 1998, and I think a lot of us played it. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if you had an N64 at the time, you probably played yeah. it at some point. <clears throat> I never owned it, but I played it around friends' houses a lot. Nice, nice. So obviously developed by the same people as Conkers, right? So rare. So we've got another rare game in there. 
He's a bear. He's a honey bear called Banjo. <laughs> Often accompanied by Kazooie, the bird who lives in the backpack. Don't like Kazooie. Never have. I mean, she's a bit of a bitch, so I'm with you. Yeah. But Banjo is basically an adorable honey bear. Wait, Kazooie's and... a girl? Yeah. 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 So, Kazooie is kind of like seen as like a kind of foul tempered kind of character as opposed to Banjo, who's like way more calm, which I don't know if I appreciate actually. Now I think back to like, you know, stereotypes of, of women in that day and age that the fact that the girl one has to be a bitch, but it's fine. It's fine. The bear is a bit stupid. I love him, um, but he's lovable. And yeah. I think that's why I adore Banjo. Why was she a bitch? So I'm learning. She just was. Like, she was just cranky and, like, sassy, but not in a good way. Yeah, if you replay it now and you pay attention to, like, her particular, like, voice, not voice lines because she doesn't speak, but you know what I mean? Like, the little text boxes she comes up with. Like, she's particularly mean about bottles all the time. Like, anytime bottles appears to try and give you any sort of helpful, you know, mole-like advice, she just sasses him. Sure. Yeah. Not bottles. Yeah, right. Bottles has been through enough. Yeah. Um, I have a little bit about his like general design and why he's so lovable and nice. Because the fact mm-hmm. that um, the head designer for, for Rare at the time, Greg Mails, wanted a character to primarily go for a younger audience. But at the same time, have enough like humour and niceness and attitude that it wouldn't discourage, discourage older players as well. Um, so they had this kind of like early prototype which apparently was called dream um which was originally a boy in a prehistoric land with a sword but they eventually morphed it into what we get as banjo with kazooie in the backpack much better choice yeah it was much better nice um i've only really got weird just information about his personality i don't i don't know why (laughs) Uh, we haven't even gone into the story of the game but um apparently he likes to use mr and mrs a lot when speaking to people which i think is fucking adorable that's Um, very polite and he's seen to do like the character does a lot of damage control whenever kazooie opens her mouth but he sometimes obviously comes off being a bit slow but he can apparently sometimes be aggressively straightforward and angry which i don't remember i don't remember banjo ever being mad no um but yeah, he likes to eat pizza, honey, and have naps. Same. <laughs> I relate to Banjo quite a lot. I think that's what it is. Yeah, we have spoken about Banjo a lot on this podcast, so I'm not going to like go crazy with it. Yeah, I mean, you know the general gist of the game. It was a you know 3D platformer, as many of the ones we've mentioned are today, and it was in that kind of era where they were just, I don't know, 90s, 90s happy times. It was a good, it was a good fun time. I love Banjo. Like, I never properly played the game. It was a kind of case of I would just watch it being played because I'm simple and I don't do well with those kind of games. But it was enjoyable. And I'm I'm kind of upset to learn that Kazooie was a bitch. I think I, I missed that under element of the story. I mean, Kazooie's fine, but compared to, to Banjo, she's a bitch. I mean, a dream of mine is to live in a backpack and have someone carry me around. That has always been a fantasy of mine. It's never been lived. You're quite a tall man. I feel like that's yeah. quite hard. It's going to be difficult. That's why the dream to find died. To carry you. Yeah. Yeah. Puberty killed that one. Yeah. Jesse, you could you could get in my backpack. I could definitely. Yeah. Like You're a yoga. bitchy little bird. It's a date. I could be a bitchy little bird. To be fair, Jesse is your Kazooie. Like, yeah. <laughs> your sassy creature that you have to do damage control for. Like that is your guys' relationship. That is 100% true. Yeah. I have some um, some general facts about Banjo. Give um, me. 
and that is that he first made his debut as one of the playable characters in Diddy Kong Racing. That was his debut? Yep. He was not oh. originally in his own little game. He was in Diddy Kong Racing, apparently. That's fun. Yet um, another inferior kart game. Yeah, right. And more in Diddy Kong Racing, it was the fact that you actually hear him speak clear English, because in the actual game, he just kind of has his little mumble talk like they all do in Banjo-Kazooie, a bit like Animal Crossing. Um, but apparently he says, I'm Banjo, but in a Texan accent. Cause apparently yeah, I read Texan. that, which I didn't like. <laughs> I did, I didn't <laughs> like not Texan. Apparently he is. I'm Banjo. Is that all he said? Yeah. <laughs> what a little idiot. I slowing my fact in here because it's relevant to one of your guys's choices which is at the beginning of Conker's Bad Fur Day and Conker Live and Reloaded when Conker walks into the bar Banjo's stuffed head can be seen over the fireplace oh. <laughs> that's, that's worth a revisit but now I feel horrible about, about including it death. poor Banjo I have one more fact stuff I don't know if you've got another one um, my, I do have one more fact, and that was that um, Banjo Kazooie were the second most requested characters to appear in Smash Bros. Super Smash Bros. Only after Sora from Kingdom Hearts, um, which meant that that's why they're included in Sm- Super Smash Bros. Ultimate now. Lovely. Nice. That was a good. It was quite a big deal when Banjo was put into Smash, wasn't it? I remember that being a big thing. Yeah, especially because he was the second most requested character. Yeah. I, I have a fact. Can I can I add a fact? Yeah, go for it. Yes. I've got this. Mumbo Jumbo's iconic phrase, Umanaka, is actually Ominakas. Oh, for his yeah. Testicles. Oh, that's a good fact. That's brilliant. Ah. Good fact. Love Ooh. that. So, sorry to interrupt the regular scheduled podcast. Shortly after this moment, a little, uh, a little bickering fight broke out between all of us, which may or may not have been caused by me not listening to Steph. So yeah, I did cut a large majority of it out, and not just because it makes me look bad, but uh, we're now going to listen to the fallout of said argument, and it wouldn't be a podcast without Jesse and Max if some sort of little bickering fight didn't occur. So enjoy the fallout, and uh, yeah. What? I'm going to end Why? this podcast between the I've three of you. It. We've got Nikki, who's Why not paying it? attention, Jesse, who's not paying attention, Max, you have been playing Jazz Jackrabbit since you <laughs> finished talking about Jazz Jackrabbit. How did you know? I was thinking about Lose the Fact. You mentioned your character and then you barely said two words. I, I got to level four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, I still heard every word that was said. When you guys come on it, just everything gets out of whack. Everyone becomes very angry very quickly. <laughs> there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of tension, isn't there? We don't, we start like, yelling. We guys need, we need to go to a retreat or something. We need to work through this anger. This is why it's been two years, and this is why it will be two years more. No. Just, 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 why were you tearing up toilet paper? You never explained yourself. Yeah. Well, it wasn't toilet paper. It was, what do you call the tubes when you're done with toilet paper? Toilet yeah those things those little guys so there was one of them on my desk that because i'd done with all the tissue paper because i blew like blowing my nose nothing sure. unbiblical and um and then i just started tearing it up it's kind, so, it's kind of the same level as the wasp and the worm in a jesus christ oh, anyway oh god this so, has been tragic i regret asking to come on this <laughs> I'm glad. i regret getting upset and coming on here passive aggressively <laughs> So bring this back a second so I can edit this for a sec. <laughs> so me and Steph love Banjo-Kazooie and... Do you? That's the end. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
What a wonderful end to this podcast this has been. Oh, God, this is tremendous. <laughs> I have to edit this. God. You do, since when Since when has Nikki been the editor? This is something that's... Nikki's not, taken over editing and I do tell. nothing. I can't, oh, I can't wait with <laughs> turning up and talking. I see why you liked it now, Jesse and Nikki. This is a great deal. <laughs> it's awesome, isn't it? The tables have turned and yeah. I've just accepted it. Well, good luck. This is a trial by fire episode. And it's probably never going to see the light of day. So if anyone is it's, listening this to episode. this... This episode, by the time I edit it, will be <laughs> ten minutes long. Yeah, we can't, we can't include anything that we've spoken about. It will literally just be a list of us saying the names of the things and, like, like, and everything else has been cut. Jazz, Sonic, Banjo, <laughs> Bye. Please make a version of this uh, episode that is just that. Thing. I will, and I'll put, I'll put it at the end of this episode. Please. Right. Um. That is the end of our top fives. Just done. Thank you very much. Look, I'm trying to bring back some sort of semblance of professionalism and end this podcast. Right? You're making it very difficult. Sorry. (laughs) I was going to say thank you for joining us, but I don't know if I really mean it. (laughs) You'll have us back soon though, right? We can do more. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is this is also why it's more offensive because you invited Jesse instead of I me. You invited invite Jesse. Jesse invited no, himself. No, I I asked. I did ask. Jesse I didn't get asked me oh. if he could join, and then I'm you the made it out one. like I didn't ask you, Max, in a very nice way. I said, "No, Jesse is joining us. Would you like to?" Oh, this is going to take years to rebuild. Oh, yeah. It's like being back at school. This is so playground, <laughs> and I this love it. It's always like. Yeah. Yeah. I was always I like this. this hasn't progressed. This was I've always what it. we were like. I love hey, it. I, I, I've been smiling so much. Yeah, my my head hurts from smiling. So we've done something right. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's like. true. Yeah, I feel like I might pass out. So that's happy days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exhausted. All you it took you a lot of effort to tear up that toilet roll. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> to, oh man, yeah. And I'm gonna double down on that. I'm gonna try and make it twice as big. You're like a hamster. You're gonna. Fi- we're gonna find you living in it. Next time I come endless. to your house, just <laughs> yeah, take us home, Nikki. <laughs> okay. So, oh no, I just can't. You guys are just. Oh, okay, I can't. <laughs> you guys got this. Yeah. Come on. Right. That was our top five. That was a great mix of things. And <laughs> we all had a wonderful time we all had a great time as you can tell because I'm exhausted and I can't do it anymore but thanks very much for joining us again Max and Jesse it's very lovely to have you we like being here bring us Thank back you please. we don't do podcasting stuff no more so so it would be nice to come back and sort of stretch our anthropomorphic wings yeah I was going to say was it a nice experience coming back just for a little bit it was nice it's yeah a little bit but it feels like no time's gone by at all does it once we get chatting and that it's just the same familiar feelings of resentment just immediately come back (laughs) (laughs) are you guys ever going to start a new podcast 
we yeah we were talking about it and we nearly did and then we recorded like, the first episode of one we dabbled yeah yeah, but then, yeah, yeah. and, and then it, it became well. yeah we smashed it but then jesse didn't do any work again and i went fuck this i'm not doing this again for four years that's not true that's it's not 100 percent what happened no <laughs> it's not no it's not so we we made it and i was like well when are you gonna send it to me so that i can do my bit and then max never actually edited it in the first place but then we just got very busy Wait, with other bits of our lives that was I was going to do something, Max was going to send it to me so I could do the work, but then you said, but Max hadn't done the work. And then <laughs> sent it to me. Thank you, Steph. But I can't, no, exactly but I don't know, I don't know how to do, I don't know how to do that bit of stuff, right? Because I'm just raw sex appeal and charisma. So that's why I'm here. And I was like, I can do the socials and all that shit, but we need an episode in order to do the socials. So you have to be the little Igor character in the little podcast laboratory, editing away and putting it all together. Yes, my lord, you know, that sort of cat. And then I do all the fun bit. But it never happened. Yep. So next week, we're going to be on Steve's <laughs> podcast. Yeah, we're just, profe- we're just professional guests now. So we're going to be on that podcast next week. Um, with Steve talking wrestling, and we do um, like Steve. We do like we Steve. Do. He's a good. If lad. I if I make it, I might have to leave you to it again, Jesse, because going to be on the Jonathan Ross show next week. Don't want to oh, yeah. what? on on just the Jonathan Ross show. Going to be, be in the audience of the Jonathan Ross show. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> going to be. I'm going to make a dive for the couch. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> do you know who's on the couch? I, I don't, but just he's built up this idea in his head that Bruce Springsteen's going to be on the show for some reason. And he's been spewing hate at me all day for seeing Bruce Springsteen, even though nothing is confirmed. Even <laughs> though you haven't seen Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> no. Good. No. I've just, I've just got a feeling. Cause I just know, because he's like my favourite guy in the world, Bruce Springsteen. I've never seen him live. And I just know somehow Max will just stumble across Bruce Springsteen. Because I and... give a shit. And exactly, like him seeing him before me would anger me, but I just know he wouldn't give a fuck, which makes it makes me even me even angrier. Isn't he playing in Hyde Park this year? Yes. Hmm. I'm gonna call him yeah. Bob. Don't call him Bob, you bitch. Right. Um, if they actually could get through this episode and liked a little bit of what they heard, Nikki, where can they find out more about our podcast? Gametill5.co.uk or Twitter. We don't use Instagram, but yeah, go Twitter and. And uh, obviously, Max and Jesse, do you want to like promote your old podcast? You want people to listen to it still on there? Uh, yeah, you could. Well, you can still listen to Got Till Five if you check it on Spotify or whatever. That's Got Till Five. YouTube, YouTube, all that. The website's um, still there. I think the yeah, merch is still there. Find us. Yeah, there's um, hundred episodes. It's it's a lot of this, but we're not trying to show off as much. We're not as excitable. <laughs> that's the kind of energy I don't know that's good energy that's good energy I've got to far. and if you like music um, you find me on Instagram at Jesse Benz that's my name and you can just find any gigs that I'm playing and stuff and um, it's going quite well so come and come and see a gig he's very good at hitting awesome. a box I am it's my special thing yeah so this is going to conclude after this episode when it ends I'm going to put in what this episode should have sounded like the remastered five second podcast <laughs> um, and it's been wonderful and Jesse I'll see you at the furry convention at some point soon you shall know me by my two tails and bold erection <laughs> it's <Yeah>. bold <laughs> bye bye, bye. bye. <laughs> conquer flowers Bubsy. Earthworm Jim. Jazz Jack Rabbit, everyone. Crash Bandicoot. Winston. Sonic the Hedgehog. So me and Steph love Banjo Kazooie. And. Do you? That's the end. <laughs> 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 <laughs>